0: Network is proud to present Star Wars Off the Record. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Star Wars Off the Record for episode six. Hey, Mike's back. Hey
1: back apparently i went somewhere (laughs) but i don't remember it so everything's here nothing was taken
2: well thank god for that
1: i hope they didn't do any experiments
2: (laughs) all right so we're starting a new episode and with every new episode we have our sponsor to talk about which is doghouse systems Yes, doghousesystems.com for the best gaming computer rigs and best customer service in the business you just shuffle on over to doghousesystems.com while you're there plugging the code off the record all one word to get double the memory yours for free 150 dollar value yours for free doubling the memory at doghousesystems.com plugging the code all one word off the record Cause
0: it's off the record. All right, I am Joe the Widget Wilson, and joining me as always is my fantabulous three co-hosts, Ivarwin of the night. I have something (laughs) better than that. See? Oh, Uh -oh. Oh,
2: my Antoony has been trumped.
0: I have have Ewoks on cue. Oh, yep. oh no! He's
2: got a- <laughs> little, little did he know that we actually hired that little guy and he's sitting next to me right now and he just took over my microphone.
0: And joining us as always is Mike. I am a BA with a gun, Forney.
1: Hola, ¿cómo
0: está? Yo. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Hola. <laughs> and in fourth chair. Is Lewis, I'm afraid of the light side, Olan.
3: Hey everyone, whole chat room. Joe, LeBron, Mike, glad to see everyone
0: here tonight. Welcome, welcome. Welcome to the show. We have Star Wars to talk about, and apparently we're going to try to put more of a smiley face on. So when we say anything negative, we'll try to do it in a more cheerful voice. <laughs> um, <laughs> can, I,
2: can I just, if you would indulge me for just a, a nanosecond, Joe, go about for those. it.
0: All right, what, over. Oh, <laughs> <just> <laughs> missed it. All right. Just
2: missed it. <laughs> um, when we when we get you know in quotes negative about the game, guys, we're, listen, it comes from it comes from us loving the game and wanting it to to be successful. All right. So we we got we have we had a little listener feedback, and and when I say a little, I'm not talking about you know a tremendous amount, and and I'm saying a little, I mean a little bit came in saying you know. I, we wish you wouldn't be so negative like i understand there's people out there that, that think bioware can do no wrong fine unfortunately they can and we're going to point it out you know lewis said on on one particular show i believe it was our first one we're not going to be fanboys not to the point where you know we can't say that there's an issue so we're going to bring up the issues and we think it makes for a better show because you the gamer become informed
0: and we could solve these issues so that's where it comes from
2: that's it that's all we got joe
0: fair enough um I am I'm, I'm with you on that. You know, as much, when I first saw this game, I first started playing it, it blew me away how good it was. But then as I got further on, yeah. I just wanted it to be to stay that good, to be better than I thought, you know? And when it doesn't hit that mark for me, I'm, you know, calling it out. So hopefully, BioWare here is, you know, if not us, people someone else and fixes these problems so the game can be everything we dreamed it could be, you know? Well, exactly. And we're not going to stop doing this show. We're going to keep at it, keep plugging at it, and we're going to talk Star Wars. Speaking of which, Mike, how was your Star Wars week?
1: Uh, I didn't really get to play much this week. I was too busy. A lot of going on. But I did get to hit 38, and I finally finished off Elmore, So that was kind of fun. Nice. Congrats,
0: and, I went to,
1: and I went to Quish, Quash, Quish, 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 whatever. Quish?
0: Quish. There you
1: go. <laughs> I don't know. Quish. You know, depends on your pronunciation. And I just started, but I haven't logged any quests yet. I was able to kind of halfway solo a bonus quest. I guess it was a four-man elite bonus quest. I didn't realize it at first until it told me to go kill a guy that was a champion level mob. Oh. And he had 74,000 hit points.
0: Oh. I was actually able to
1: beat him, soloed him, still had full health. Then it sent me to solo another guy, and this one was a Sith. And I got up there, and he had 127,000 hit points. So I was like, all right, let's try to go. So I got him halfway gone before he decided to, you know, wipe the floor with my dead corpse.
0: You know, I was going to say, if you would have told me you beat him too, I would have I screened foul and nerf. No, <laughs> I couldn't
1: beat him. I, I only got him halfway down. I, 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 he, my, I think there's still parts of my body that are all over that area. You. You know? uh, interesting note, I actually found out where they based the seethe and the introspect animations from. And you guys know that, Mm-mm. <laughs> okay, so the Steve animation is actually the animation that Darth Maul does in the Phantom Menace, and introspection is the uh, the the uh, same one that Qui Gon Jinn does in the same movie when they're fighting each other towards the end of the movie. Oh, and they're on the other sides of those yeah. uh, like the barriers. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly what they do. I went and saw it in 3D this last week. So, oh, how was it? And Star Wars, man, I love Star Wars. So, you know, <laughs> <Can't>,
2: <laughs> how did you know. they how they do the 3D for you? I mean, you obviously had to wear the glasses, right?
1: Yeah, you had to wear the glasses. I mean, you know, if you're a good, if you're a Star Wars fan, it's worth it. If you're not a Star Wars fan or you know not a 3D fan, then you know don't go see it. But yeah, I no, liked sure. it. You know, I I love Star Wars. I'll see Star Wars any chance that I get in the movie theaters, and my son had a blast too. So it nice. Was, uh, it was fun, but yeah, I was like, "Hey, that's the thing that the, 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 the Jedi Knights do."
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's introspection. Qui Gon's introspecting right now. Yeah, he's having an introspective moment. <laughs> so
1: it's a, it was pretty interesting. I was like, "Hey, that's kind of cool."
2: You know who More was seething? Knowledge. Was uh, Obi Wan. He was seething at that moment.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah.
2: You see him all the way back there? He's like, you know, pacing back and forth, like he can't wait to get his grubby mitts all over, uh, all over Darth Maul in that scene.
1: Yeah, he was still a Padawan at that point, though.
2: Oh, yeah. Can't really blame
1: him. Nah. But, yeah, that's my week. guy. I, I didn't really get to do much, so.
0: I'm still trying to get my first group with my 50, my Sage. However, I did go to healer. Um, finally just committed and went full healer, which was my plan from the beginning with this character. And I got to say, I am loving it. Besides, I have the coolest AoE in the game, and it's a heal spell. I had to go show Ivar one right away, like, Ooh, look, at look, see how shiny? <laughs> <laughs> it is it was quite shiny this massive like golden orb that explodes and it's got like this huge like golden sun like animation on the ground everyone's getting healed for massive amounts that stands near it
1: can you shoot somebody with a cord and pull them back to you like scorpion
0: no but I can right heal them
1: quiet. <laughs>
0: as you do that
1: what if I pull them into poison
0: I heal people through poison I did a up um, ball with my healer just to try it out, and I was healing people that were getting pulled into poison, and they were getting out alive. What if
1: I stunned you and then did it?
0: Well, then they're <laughs> toast. <laughs> what if I went to your house Smart and PvP. turned off your, your internet <laughs> <laughs> and then did it? Then I would be toast. <laughs> By the way, healing even at level 50 without PvP gear stinks, so I was getting one shot left and right. It was just pathetic. So I'm not gonna be um, doing PvP as a fifty. However, I did more a lot of PvP the other day on my bounty hunter and loved it. It's nice. getting like top damage every single match. And we won I was three and zero last night. It was awesome. I mean I noticed one thing though is that the Republic Q times for, for uh PvP is a lot shorter. It's instant. Oh. You hit Q for PvP, you're in. For Empire, five ten minutes at least guess we know what the favorite mm-hmm. class right now is <laughs> well <laughs> or, uh, side, I republic say. there's exactly. a lot less people queuing so you're going to get a lot right. in more of an more of an instant queue into it for empire there's a lot more people queuing so they're waiting for republic to get in there except for Hubball, where it could be either or but um in most cases yeah it takes five ten minutes for me to queue and i am almost 30 on my bounty hunter and i am still loving him Kicking butt, not bothering to take any names because it just takes too much time. I'd rather be shooting stuff with missiles. So, and I've been I doing that.
2: A lot of people, a lot of people are into the bounty hunter thing. It's a really, really popular class right now. And like, I have a, a bounty hunter that you know I'm not using right now because I'm, I'm doing my guardian thing. But like, I can definitely see like what what the draw is to it. It is an awesome, awesome, awesome class.
0: Yeah, and I'm I'm playing as a merc so I'm all damage. I'm all about I'm, I'm doing the tree for explosives. <clears throat> so it's all about the missiles for me. So I'm a mercenary with missiles. And yeah, and my companion's still such a hot chick. She's so cool. <laughs> I got my second <laughs> companion. It, it it wasn't my um, my Jawa. But no Jawa? No, no Jawa yet. <sighs> so he comes at the end, doesn't he? Nah, he, he's like my third or fourth companion. Fourth? He's in the 30s somewhere from what I was, was mis- what I was understanding. So I'm hoping it's sooner than later. I really want him. <laughs> and I went and did a lot of... Um, I found a lot of uh, datacrons on my Sage. And there's some that are a pain in the neck to get to. They'll be like on yeah. a top shelf all glowy and shiny saying, Here I am, but never mind the fact you have to go through like 50 hairpin you know, jumps and whatnot. And if you fall, you're dead to get to it. It's crazy.
2: Where was that one that um, that uh, I thought I didn't have, and then I, I you, you found oh, it? Yeah. and I went out to you. And that was, where was the where one. Was that was that Narshada or Courrison?
0: That was in Courrison. Okay. And there's you have to jump up on this pile of trash. You have to jump from platform to platform to tubes and nuts,
2: man. <laughs> I like that though. Like I liked. Uh, first of all, I thought it was you know, it was it was a great. It's a good spot because if you see it, it's all the way on the other side of the room. And then you have to, if you trace the way that you probably would think that you'd be able to get it, like you, you, gotta, you find out that you have to go all the way to the other side of the room and you got to you know, jump on top of trash and dumpsters and garbage and barrels and you got to get all the way to the top.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, have a, I had a blast trying to get that. <laughs> I have a question for Luke. I've been finding the, sh- the, the shards in the Datacrons. Right. What do those make? I know it says some kind of cube, but what is that for?
3: Um, what's going to happen is that it, there are combinations of the different shards, whether it's be like you know red, yellow, green, or green, green, green. Depending on your level and what your class is, it's going to create a relic that's built for you. So say, for example, if you're a sith juggernaut and you combine, I'm trying to remember correctly, uh, the three green matrix shards together, mm-hmm. you're going to get a, a, a relic, a strength relic, that I think also has one or two other things attached to it, like another couple of stat boosts attached to it.
0: That's awesome. Mm. I think I have a red, blue, and yellow right now. i might have to go check it out. Yeah, cool. I haven't found it finding those, and yeah, I I believe you have to go to the um, the main city for your faction in yes. order to get that done.
3: Yeah, if you're on the Empire side, you have to go back to the Matrix Shard uh, machine on Droman Kaz, and for the Republic, you have to go back to Coruscant. Nice. Use that
0: machine there, reassemble it. I I got some practicing in on my on my healer as I helped as I went with Ivar and did some flash points until, you know, the game started crashing left and right after the patch. Eesh. I I mean left and right. It wasn't even funny. We couldn't yeah, we couldn't get it through one of them at all. Yeah, that was that was a bad night. Yeah. You guys aren't alone. But we're not like going to talk about that cuz that's going to be too negative. Um <laughs> <laughs> These grapes are sour? <laughs> I mean, the rest of my week was great until we ran that little problem. Yeah, we... I, honestly, like I, I
2: didn't get much of a response. I wasn't, you know, I didn't get a whole lot of response from Bioware other than a copy and pasted, uh, you know, uh, script. This is I, such, is such a R three
0: N two droid. But um, <laughs> I didn't get a, <laughs> yeah, I didn't get a,
2: a big a big response from uh, from the forums either when I posted it on there. So. You know, I asked in general chat that night on the Julio server, and it seemed like you know, I wasn't, we weren't the only ones having having an issue with, with uh, flashpoints that night after the patch. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm not hearing anyone really talk about it, so I don't know if if it's not a, if it's like, you know, a minor issue, if it hasn't been widespread, or people just, you know, are not caring about it. No, the problem is I they can't
0: know. get flashpoint groups anyway. So how could they find out? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I did something that was pretty um, awesome with uh Mr. Varwin, but I'm gonna let him talk about that. Yes. Uh, yes. And
2: and here it is, guys. Darth Angrel defeated. Totally excited about that. Nice. <laughs> Brats. And and here's why I'm excited about it. Okay, it took me over fifteen attempts with my level thirty one Jedi Guardian. Okay. Spending a ton of credits and stims, armor repairs, med packs, as well as I think I invested over, like, five hours of the course of about three days over the weekend and the beginning of the week. Uh, and I also actually <laughs> I gained a level and a half Friday, fighting the mobs inside the ship. In the <laughs> this is how much I actually, like, wanted to down this guy on my own. It was, it was that bad. I, I refused to give it up. I refused. And I even told Joe, like, I might have to ask you for your help. But I don't, I don't want to do that because I, I like to have as as much of a, you know, um, I guess I wouldn't want to say singular experience, but you know, I don't want a whole lot of help because you know I'm trying to like train myself to be a tank. So well,
0: after the experience
2: we had, I'm calling you selfish now. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, <laughs> I'm glad I called. I'm glad I called Joe, because I actually gained a lot from doing this. All right, now, like I said, I. I'm training I'm trying to train myself in this game to be a good game a, a good tank in this game. And so I'm trying to get, you know, the timing of my stuns down right and I'm trying to learn my skills because I am still getting new ones and so I'm still trying to like learn my class and learn how to tank within it. So that's why I was so stubborn with this. But finally like I just I broke down. I was like, all right, Joe, I'm ready to just put my foot through my screen or my cat, one of the two. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hurt either one. <laughs> so <laughs> So Joe's like, yeah, no problem. I told you I'd help you. So anyway, he finally comes in. And uh, I was all set up for the fight. And we had a blast. It was mm-hmm. such a good time. All right. I, first of all, I told Joe, like, you know, don't overheal me. You know, just, just give me give me a... chat rooms going, not the kitty. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, give him, you know, heal me when, when it looks like I really need it. To which apparently Joe was
0: saying I didn't really need it that much. No, I had to um, throw a, a rejuve on here and there. There was, was one time was... there was one time though he knocked you down far quickly So I had to throw a big heal on you really quick to keep you up but other than that Yeah
2: he's he's got this one skill that I just this one force lightning technique I can never figure out what the name of it is because I'm like frantically trying to you know push the <laughs> over here. I need healing <laughs> <laughs> Um, But in any event, I'm sure I'll get that figured out eventually. (laughs) (laughs) But in any event, we had a blast. It was such a good time. I could sit back, relax a little bit, really enjoy the fight. And Joe got to see, like, you know, part of the story for the Guardian, which is different than the Consular.
0: Yeah, it put me in there as an observer. So I got to see the story through – like, my my character disappeared, but I got to watch the story as Ivarwin was going through the whole motions with the NPCs and everything like that. So – yeah, it was pretty cool. It was good. It's it's great
2: stuff, and you know, I'm totally I, I, again. You know, once again, I gotta say, I love, love, love the story. And there's there's one point, like you know, I don't want to I don't want to you know say too much because the game is still new. I don't know who's experienced this or hasn't yet. But um, it involves my Padawan Kira, and I'm very attached to her, like like I get with every Bioware game, <laughs> okay. Knights of the Old Republic. You know, Carth just you know adored him and you know Alistair was was my favorite in uh in, in Dragon Age and you know just just great characters come from BioWare and and once again they they did it with Kira Carson and uh so a part of the story involves her and so I was really interested to see what was going on and man let me tell you like you know it was I I had I had goosebumps on my skin just getting through this entire thing it was just so much fun for for me and I was glad I'm glad Joe was there because I had someone to like share it with and talk about it with and like it was a good time, and it was definitely a good time.
0: Yeah, and I got to see your ship, too. We did that little um, trick we talked about last week from the email about being yes. able to go into your, your friend's ship. I was in there, and he was giving me the grand tour of his, which is the same, same on the outside as mine, and the rooms are on the same place, but there's a lot of minor differences between our two ships. Like yeah, a little different. The intercom, right? Yeah, the intercom's in to... a different place. It, for Ivarwens, it's in the meeting room. Mine's in the back room the little gathering area and where you get your intercom for in the in the main console to get your starship missions mine's on the other side of the cockpit yeah so it's like little little subtle differences but um yeah, it was really neat so I'm going to have to hop in like Daniel's ship and see what it looks like cuz it's different than mine I love seeing those kind of things I love seeing what they're like like my my bounty hunter ships pretty cool I like that one but I'm I know I got to say though the Siths Ship is one of the coolest I've seen. Yeah, I, I haven't
2: had a chance to uh, unlock my unlock my ship on my Sith, but from the screenshots that I've seen, I I can't wait to do it. Um, it's actually what's what's gravitating me toward starting up my my Sith again. But I'm I'm still I'm so interested in my my Guardian story. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what else was it? Oh, I got really quick. I found a little yeah. a little tip for my listeners here, our mm-hmm. listeners. I found a way to loot everything all around you all at once. Okay, And it excited me because what happened is, is um, when I found it in the preferences, it's in the very first menu in preferences at, near the top, and it, it allows you to loot everything into one loot menu that you can just pick and choose from. So you have to go to corpse, to corpse, to corpse, to corpse, looting everything.
2: Oh, I feel like I dropped the ball on this one, Joe. Why? <laughs> I, I had known about this since well, before the
0: game launched. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, you can suck it. I didn't. So what I found out, I found it out. So we'll call it a noob tip, all right? My noob moment of the week here. So that's what I found out, and I was happy about it. It made my yeah. life a lot easier. It does. So oh. I know there's some listeners out there that same thing, like, oh, I didn't know that, and they can be a noob with me. There's got to be. There's all these, I'm sure all, there's all these pros there. I'm talking to over here.
2: <laughs> I can't claim anything, all right? I didn't find that on my own. Lou told me.
1: <laughs> oh, I found it on my own in the beta. I just never told anybody.
2: <laughs> so you got anything yes. else,
0: of win you want to talk about?
2: Yeah. I uh, hit level 34, and I unlocked my legacy. Nice. The Lightbringer legacy, yes.
1: So you're Lightbringer, and I'm Pendragon. Nice. Pendragon? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Renwall for me. But that's for my book. Continue. That's for your book. Yeah, it's the last name of the main character in my book. Renwall. So I, so I kept it and it works. Like my bounty hunter is Win Renoir, Renwa and I have um <laughs> Widget Renoir. <laughs> it's uh it's very it's very
2: Star Wars like Renoir.
0: Yeah, that's why I decided to go with it cuz it kind of had a, a Star Wars type of sound to it.
2: Good. Uh chapter 2 on Balmor. Just started that, but I'm going to I'm going to stick on Alderaan for a bit. I feel like I feel like I haven't seen a whole lot of Alderaan. You know, and it's because I haven't.
3: So. <laughs> <laughs> still parts of my dark like, Hey, what's up here?
2: Yeah, um, a lot of parts. A lot of parts. I went. I went straight into <laughs> my my last quest, and so I, I kind of skipped Alderon. And I'm gonna hang out there for a little bit while some of the class are still green. To, uh, some of the quests are still green to me. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take care of that. Um, yeah. Anyone knows flying stingrays on Alderon? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those are awesome. They're awesome. They're awesome. But. But why do the why do the flight point masters still have speeders next to them if they're
0: <laughs>
2: if you're mounting on flight? <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing it out there.
0: That thing will actually look more like a um, a flying whale to me. I thought they were cool. Yeah, I like them. I like them. <laughs> Something else. I, I was on my bounty hunter the other day and I I finished my main story. I I think it's consistently higher leveled than all the content. And then when I went to. Um, Tatooine and I did the main story through that I finished that story and I, I was going to my next planet and I realized I was two levels lower than I should be for that planet hmm. I thought I was on Tatooine too fast I was only on there for a couple hours turns out I missed like four different quest chains all together so I had to go back and I'm redoing all the and doing all those quest chains now I somehow I just completely missed them it happens uh, anything else sir before we move on to Lou that is it that is it for me tap me out Lou, what, do you, what about you, Lou? Huh, Lou?
3: Well, this past week, I uh, picked up my first piece of daily combination gear from one of the vendors in Elam. I picked up the uh, Ricotta earpiece for the Marauder. And still doing a lot of dailies grinding. I have a lot to catch up on because when I first hit 50 with my Marauder, I actually didn't even think about uh, the daily missions that were available. Because I also wanted to get my operative up, so I parked my Marauder, and for over almost two weeks, you know, I was working on my operative, getting it from 36 to 50. And then once I started the dailies missions, I like "Oh man, I was like 14 days behind. I could have been doing that, you know. I really, I could have been doing, could have been doing both, you know, crank out the dailies for a little bit and then go back to work on my operative." But brain cramp, didn't think about it, and now I'm doing a lot of catching up. But slowly <laughs> but surely, getting there with the gear. And the mods that are available from those vendors, so... will hmm. make myself more viable for end-game content later on. Oh, yeah. Also, been doing a lot of flying still with my Inquisitor. Saving up those fleet commendations so I can buy the pilot pants from the fleet vendor, because I'm tired of wearing the kilt-slash-skirt <laughs> on that character. <laughs> I really hope that maybe in March or another big update or content update that they'll give Cracker schematics to wear there's more orange model armor out there more variety in terms of you know again just with the inquisitor class you know give us give that class the ability to wear either pants or the robes right you know same thing with again with the sith warriors the jedi knights you know the jedi guardian you know give them a chance to do one of our robes or do you want to wear pants what have
2: you right bioware you got to get on this lose tired
0: of wearing skirts All yeah right. the guy who <laughs> needs
2: some pants Can me make him some pants please
0: Nah, they look nice, man. I have them on my stage. He looks, he looks ba, man. He rocks out those kilts, <laughs> right?
3: But because what I'm alluding to is the fact that you know, in the end, all the 50s, we all do look the same. It doesn't matter what we do. You know, there are only so many sets of ricotta, t and Clone my gear. Yeah. You know, even with the PvP, PVE sets, eventually we're all going to look the same. So. Again, I, I want I would like them to actually give us more options for more pieces, like more chess pieces, more arm pieces, and we know we're addressing that later on because they've said that uh, they're going to allow players to actually swap out those mods so not high end gear.
2: Right, what
3: about you know, like you'll, you'll go with slot for slot though?
0: What about like a dice system like they did in Rift or the uh, sure. the wardrobe system or like the what they did in, in WoW recently with that whole you know the putting a, yeah putting a different mm-hmm. look on your gear.
3: See, that would be, all be great. You know, appearance tab, you know, all of like I request 2, Galaxies. I would love to ripped. see an
0: MMO do a complete customization on gear. Like saying you get a robe that has the general look of it and general color, but you can go in and individually color like pieces of it to give it a, a, a different blend. It would, even if you allow like four different areas to be colored differently, that's a multitude of possibilities. Right. Something you know, simple like the General
3: area. Yeah, general area. Certain trim areas, you could call it differently. Something to give players the individuality that you know that we all crave. You know, it's just some more variety. That's all. That's all we ask. That's all I'm asking for. <laughs> I think it's great, and but you know, we're all starting to look the same.
0: And yeah, we're all vain. You've Gotta admit it now.
2: A <laughs> little variety, please.
0: Little variety. Well,
3: no, I mean, this is the character that we're associating ourselves with, and we like them to reflect what we like.
0: Yeah, our personalities. Like yes, our personalities or
3: our our image for that character. So. It helps.
0: Oh, did I mention that Mako is hot? Yeah, baby. <laughs> just I think so. oh, I saying.
2: Think so. I think that's kind of well known. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, just get her the slave girl outfit. <laughs> Put her in that. It's modable gear,
2: so she can be still an ass kicker. But oh, yeah. she's wearing
3: a metal bikini and slippers, and she's kicking my ass. <laughs> oh,
2: question for you guys. When 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 Lou, you're finally when uh, when you're done, Lou. uh question <laughs> for you guys. <laughs>
3: Well, I'll just wrap it up with this.
2: No, I I, I say finally. Meanwhile, I take, you know, seven years to to talk. talk (laughs) (laughs) I am currently trying out the mirror
3: class for the Marauder. So right now I have a sentinel that I'm experimenting with on the Republic side. It's not too bad. I'm liking it. And hopefully, you know, when I get our higher level, I'll see what happens. You know, that probably will be the one tune I developed for the Republic uh, first.
2: Not doing the, the, the Force thing on, on the Republic side? No, no, I am. I am. My Sentinel. Oh, okay. Now, I, so. what I
3: might, yeah, I might put my gunslinger aside or actually <clears throat> um, delete that character and start over again and uh, actually do a trooper because I actually did love the trooper in beta. <laughs> I love that class in beta. As Mike knows, that, that story – I like the story for the trooper and you know me being a real-ass soldier, I do like you know, having – being able to act that out too. On the Republic side. So, you know, I'll follow up with that later.
2: Okay. Not doing the smuggler thing?
3: No, I like it, but what I might do is, you know, I I really did have a pull towards the Sentinel and the Trooper first, but I kind of said, you know what, I played them in beta extensively, me try a different class, and that's why I created the Gunslinger, but now I realized my heart's not really into it. So I really wanted to try the Sentinel Trooper first. So. Oh, yeah.
2: Well, it's an investment, you know, 50 levels, and it does take a while to get there. Right. So yeah i know how you feel i'm kind of attached to uh my um i'm attached to my trooper actually over my um over my consular so next uh next two and i'll be i'll be leveling up um on the republic side which will be a while from now will probably be my my trooper but I, I i you know i totally understand i feel that
0: Alrighty then well, i think we're gonna go ahead and move on to our next segment gentlemen. We are in the Dark Council, our roundtable discussion, and this week, Bioware released a video on on their website, Sator.com, celebrating Tor's immediate success and highlighting some positives about the game. And here's some of the audio from the video. And afterward, we're gonna go ahead and give you guys our little bit of a reaction, and maybe even during—you never know.
2: Years
1: working on this game, and we wanted to make the greatest Star Wars game for our fans.
3: The 13th was our pre-launch at 5 in the morning, and we're like, we got to launch the entire game today. You know, it's like, oh my God, we're going to be able to do this. And then we said go, and players started coming in, and everything was fine. Go!
2: Fan response is amazing. They turn the servers on. They filled them up, and it was, and they just kept filling and filling for days, and it was incredible. Just the reaction people had. I felt like I was there. I'm in the movie. This is amazing. The environment, the feel,
0: the music, um, all that just draws you in, and it's it's just an amazing experience.
1: I love it. This is playing Star Wars with like the best toys that our technology can offer.
0: It's getting to play Star Wars with your friends, and your friends can be scattered all around the world you know or all around the country and what could be
2: more awesome than that the old republic storyline is something that is so well done that you can't just, you can't compare it to any other mmo out there for the first time ever i care about my character i actually care about this bounty hunter i've made from level one all the way up to level 50 and like
0: even the, the companion
2: characters too like they actually have little storylines too and it's like like mako like i want to make mako happy
0: how can i argue with that so i get into bed with like her like some kind of romantic genius
2: I play on a PvP server. There was this one particular fight where this level is just a little bit higher than me, Jedi Guardian, rolls up, and I've actually wanted to destroy him.
3: When a Sith
1: shows up, you get pretty intimidated. I don't know what it is. You see that red lightsaber and you're like, it's on, let's do
3: this. To see uh, hundreds of thousands of people roll into the game, to, to, to launch the game and
2: see a list of, a list of shards, that needs to be scrolled and see them all say full. It's good to see that, yeah, people like what they've seen. We know the game is fun.
0: At this point, they're just listing all their awards. Yeah, we do game updates, we do game packs of the year, MSNBC. We respond
2: to the fan requests, we are finding out what they want, and we're doing our very best to bring them in. We know what the fans want, and we're going to be bringing it to them. You know, people are on call. round-the-clock, every day, ready to react to things that happen in the service. And we can make changes, you know, accordingly if we decide that, okay, this is something that needs to be addressed pretty fast. I personally enjoy the game, and that's always a good sign
3: when you've been on a game for multiple years, and I think a lot of people in the studio, we're engaged actively with the players and experiencing the same things that they experience. And so because of that,
1: it fuels the fires for us and makes us want to create an even better experience for the players that are out there
2: playing the game.
0: I feel like our whole group of friends and you know our guilds and everybody, they feel like they want to play for a while because every time you level up and every time you go someplace new, it's it's different and it's surprising. And as long I think as long as the game
3: continues to be like that, they'll play for a long time.
0: All right, that was the video that uh, BioWare launched tooting their own horn. <laughs> <laughs> ever so slightly. <laughs> and ever so slightly. Some of that I definitely agree with. You know, how they brought up how you get immersed with your character. I think that's the major, major draw of this game. And they showed Miko. Maiko. I used to... I dated a girl in high school by the name of Miko, so I get those two names confused. Well, um... I'd like to start off and say that I... Obviously, obviously, the video
2: is a, a PR piece, and um, I think it, it mixes very well with actuality that they bring up in, in the game, um, in the video, and, and public relations. You know, they definitely highlighted you know, the things that, that I would tell them to, to, to highlight, which is all of their, their strengths. Um, you know, uh, I think one guy said in the very beginning, you know, he feels like he's in the movie. I, I definitely, me personally, I definitely feel that on a side note, you know, especially being on, on Tatooine, you know, I, it, looks, it looks like Tatooine, it feels like it, you know, um, I definitely felt that way closest to, you know, being inside of the movie when I was on, on Tatooine.
0: So I definitely think they've, they've hit that and it's a huge positive for this game for sure. I really do hope that the devs are playing the game and they're playing it on, in a small guild on a medium to high population server like the majority of people are so that they see the problems that the majority of the players are are experiencing. People in, in, um, high high, or very large guilds or high population servers, very, very high population servers aren't seeing the same problems that most everyone else is seeing. So what they hear as hate is actually more of a reality for everybody else. Um, but yeah, I mean, there we we all know the highlights of the game. That's what what keeps us still playing. Yeah. I just want to see um, everything else fleshed out perfectly that way we have that amazing game that I know it can be. I like I like some of the
2: responses that they had too, cuz they these weren't just all devs that were talking. Right. Um uh, for those that have seen the video, you know, it's the the devs presenting, you know, this information and then they had some some uh some fans who were doing most of the talking throughout this whole video. Um and you know the fans obviously they're 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 really into the game and as well as they should be you know mm-hmm. we all are too um you know the one guy who <laughs> who brought up uh, the fact that you know whenever he sees a jedi, he just you know wants to destroy him and <laughs> <laughs> I think the PvP in the game I haven't had a whole lot of um experience with it. Uh, what I have experienced, i think it's it's you know some of the best PvP in MMOs going on right now. Um, I, would, I would have to agree with that, although I, I can't say that I, I you know, share this, this man's lust for destroying the Sith or the Jedi. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I thought that was funny, though. It's ironic. When I, when I PvP'd as my sage, I hunted down the Sith, religiously. I would single out, like, there would be a group of um, agents or, or, um, or bounty hunters in front of me, and I'll just blow right through them and go, behind, go after that Sith that's right behind them.
2: Don't give in to your passage, Joe. That's the wet path through the dark
0: side. <laughs> <laughs> I will end you, you, you red you you <laughs> black veined person, you
3: It was it's good. it's a very good video. Mm-hmm. Um I totally applaud Bioware for putting together such a, a you know, a great piece on again, highlighting their strengths, mm-hmm. what they're known for. Uh, the storyline is great. No one can deny that, and they're highlighting it, and it's good because that story does get get people involved. And I know there are people in the forums who say they give a rat's butt about story, but you know this is Bioware. Oh strength. come on! That's what this game's about, right? This is what this is what the game is all about. This is yeah. be touted from day one. If you came in here from other MMOs where you know which more, I guess PVP oriented, or if you're just a straight PVP fan, then yes, you're going to be disappointed because this game is about. You know, this is their MMO. They want to focus on this, so give them that. You know, appreciate the game for that aspect, you know, which they're doing a good job of. And they're doing it well. I'd like I would like to see. I can't wait to see the continuations of all our stories in future updates, mm-hmm. you know, just sitting there logging in, seeing the interludes going, oh, what's next? What's the next chapter of my story? Come on, give it to me. You know, mm-hmm. let me see it. Don't yeah. hold back. And again, I also did like the fact that they actually had fans on there. You know, not just the programmers, the devs putting in their two cents. You know, it's nice to see fan feedback saying, yeah, this is wonderful, or seeing what they, they what they think of the game. I
2: don't know that um, me personally, like that didn't do a whole lot for me. You know, I guess it was it was better to see, you know, some sort of fan response at this point than than just straight, you know, devs talking to their fans. Um, but I mean, you know, it, it didn't really do a whole lot for me because I was I was looking at at some of these, you know, at some of the fans, and I'm thinking to myself, like, you know, they 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 definitely come off as, you know, overly fanboyish. Some of them really do. Some of them don't. Some of them really do. Um, so I, I, that didn't. It was almost it was almost a bit of a turnoff for me. But I guess considering the alternative, that may have been a turnoff as well. I, I don't know. well, I also want to consider like when they actually put this together,
3: because some of those clips could have been done at PR events when they, the game actually released. Yeah. You know, it could have been the day of the 20th of December last year when the game came available to the general public and now you have all these fans who didn't order digitally or the CE version, what have you, mm-hmm. and, and you're getting that great initial first day response. You know, you're getting that enthusiasm which is coming through in the video. Right.
1: Well, I know the clip that had all the Jedi, like, outside in Times Square happened in New York before the game launched.
2: Right. That was, that was awesome. By the way, yeah. The, uh, the Times the Times Square launch was. I saw a video. I wish I to, I wish I was there for that, but unfortunately, I had to work, which is kind of ironic. But, uh, <laughs> in any event, um, I wanted to. I wanted to be there for it. So I saw the video, and it was. They, I mean, they had actors in the middle of Times Square, and you know, all dressed up, and it was totally, totally, totally cool. Looked really awesome, and a lot of enthusiasm. And rightfully so, you know. I think, like I said about about this video, like me personally, I think this this video, you know, displays and accurately. I think it accurately displays, the, you know, this game's strengths. Um, I think I think a challenge for for Bioware and for the game is is uh, to you know one challenge that they can do is is to increase their their customer service um, for the technical aspect. But I, I don't think I don't think this game is is really suffering anything, you know. Bad, no, uh, to the point where it's it's just not a fun game or or you know not something that I mean when you hit end level I think that's a different story but they still have to you know populate that and, and flesh that out. Yes, Mike, do you have any comments on this? They need to make it a commercial. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> it's kind of what I thought about it dude, when I saw it.
1: Make a perf perfect commercial, dude. I'm just on TV. They should have played that during the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, I've been <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. I've been yeah. perfect.
1: I mean. That would have been there. That would have been awesome. Maybe it would have won some Super
3: Bowl commercial awards. Who knows? You know, I'm surprised they actually didn't do that or consider that. You know, know. If anything, considering the budget that these ad agencies or advertisers have to produce for the Super Bowl ads, yeah. maybe a minute, you know, two 30 second spots would have been great because imagine the impact that would have had. Yep. And it still has an impact now. I mean, two million plus sales of uh, the game, you know, across all forms the CE digital, the retail, box version, what have you, yeah, the game is selling. Whether or not that translates into, I guess, uh, I guess a balanced population growth <laughs> across all the servers or, and the factions, <laughs> that's a different story. You know, but the financial success of the game is there. And I think that's part of where the haters can't stand is the fact that, yeah, Bioware just put out the hard numbers. They're, they've sold 2 million plus copies of the game, whether you like it or not. You know, it's not a failure because it's they're making
2: money with it. No, I don't think no, this this game hasn't I, I don't think anyone can can claim one way or the other that this this game is a failure. Um I think coming out of the gate it's it's uh it's it's obviously, obviously a, a historical tremendous success. You know, um I hope they keep it up. I hope uh I hope they take care of some of the challenges that we, you know, that we, we have noticed. Um right. some of the some of the you know bug bugged nonsense which is kind of a shame because you know with with such a great game as it is you know when you're when you're unable to like complete some of your class quests uh that definitely is is a is a turn off but right right which is a shame because you know again it, it is such an, <laughs> an amazing you know amazingly well done game especially for the for the IP that they have to work with hmm. you know you do you sneeze the wrong way in this galaxy and you're going to have Thousands of th- thousands and throngs upon throngs of Star Wars fans telling you you should have sneezed in the other way and and cite why. <laughs> 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 it's just a lot of pressure for these guys. I can my heart goes out to them sometimes. Yeah, definitely. They they do have a lot of shoot, uh,
3: I guess a, a hole to fill in the Star Wars universe since this is the only MMO out there for the Star Wars world now. And like I said, it's a great you know a well known, it's a famous IP. You know, if they're not a fan of it, at least people have heard of Star Wars. You know, around the world, yeah, they yeah. all know it. You know, oh, yeah. they know that sound, of the lightsaber hisses. You know, they know, they know the utini sound from the Jawas. <laughs> you know, everyone knows the sound of a Tie Fighter <laughs> screaming overhead.
0: So yeah, you gotta love those Tie Fighters.
2: Anything else, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> Do we do we like the video? Do we not like the video? Do you think it was a, it was a PR scam? Uh, no, it was, I liked
1: the video. It was cool. It, I like all those videos they do.
2: Yeah, it, it was pure
0: PR, but that's okay. It was still cool. No, yeah, I mean,
2: yeah. But I mean, you know, PR is PR. You got to have a good public relations. You have but, to. Um, you have to do stuff like is, that. Is, is it is it so PR that it's just you know bull and no you know, or is this is this they base their their positive PR on actual in game positive stuff and. I think they did, to be honest. Yeah. You know, I think if you watch this video and you're still on the fence about getting
0: the game, you it, know, it might push you right play? that way to getting it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you on that. Cool. All right, guys, yep, let's go ahead and move into break, and we'll be right back for our next segment.
3: R2-D2
0: And here we are in the Galactic Gazette Our official and community news For Sator That sounded fun Yvarwin, what do we have for the news? Alright Patch 114 Or 114
2: Has dropped and targets several minor bugs, but also addresses the global UI issues that cropped up last week. Uh, Apparently, BioWare has given us some options, so we went through the patch notes as we do for you every single week, and here are your highlights served up on your weekly OTR silver platter. User interface general added a forward slash version command and also added several new preferences for cool down appearance, such as... Show Ready Flash, which toggles a bright flash when an ability finishes its cooldown. You can also choose from Show Global Cooldown Ready Flash, which toggles a bright flash when an ability finishes global cooldown. Cooldown Style changes the art style for the cooldown graphic. The fourth option is Global Cooldown Style, and that changes the art style for the global global cooldown graphic. Okay. That's the exact same thing as the one before. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Maybe maybe there's a change. I don't know. But um, it sounds exactly the same. And show global cooldown timer, which this is the one that I like to use. Uh, toggles cooldown timer text on top of the ability icon in the quick bar. You have several different options here. If uh, the global cooldown issue has, has been something. Uh, bone of contention for you now you have four to five different options i'll say four to five when it, because
0: i don't know if when they originally told um brought that fix in where they they the, as a flash people started complaining that it was too bright i never even knew it was in there no yeah it was it was pretty stark for some people they were complaining about nausea hmm. well it's a good thing they, they got that fix out there though where you can change it now i like that yeah yeah
2: but it also shows too that you know, they keep Bioware keeps saying that they're they're always listening to us, they're always listening to us, but they actually are. They are listening to us. Which is and why the,
0: we shout out what it may, is making us upset about the game. So they can hear us and they can fix it. Yes, precisely.
2: Oh, let's see what else we have. Classes and combat, general uh, general ca- classes and combat changes for you. Alright. Using abilities with indirect targeting such as AoEs. Which is area of effect? For those that don't know, uh, will no longer cause players to be flagged for PvP. If a PvP flagged player is the oppo- from the opposing faction, is within the ability, the ability's range, and the ability will have no effect on the PvP flagged player. All right. So basically, you know, if um, if you're not flagged for PvP and you hit an AOE and you're around somebody of the opposite faction who who is flagged for PvP, okay, it's not gonna it's not gonna do anything. So you're Go not ahead. automatically gonna jump into PvP and yeah, which can become an issue if you're on a PvP server and you're like, you know, level 10 and some 50 comes walking around and, hey, what's going on here, guys? And you accidentally hit that AoE. Uh, if
1: you're on a PvP server, you're automatically flagged anyways.
0: Right, but it's not going to...
1: It's
2: if you're on a PvE
1: server, you mean.
0: Yeah, PvE. Well, what people were doing is high levels would go into low-level areas of the opposite faction and they would wait for people to kill NPCs with AoEs, flag themselves, jump into the AoE, which would flag the low-level person and go over there and kill them. Which is pretty cheap. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why I'm not on a PvP server. <laughs> exactly. Same
3: yeah, here. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just a cheap way, cheap kill. And <clears throat> I don't care what the griefers say, hardcore PvPers, hardcore PvPers, whatever, say, oh, whatever. If that's the way you have to use to kill people, oh my god, you're yeah. such a baddie. Because if you have to resort to such tactics to get kills, you really do suck. Go to a PvP a server. server. Yeah. You you not only suck as a player, but you probably suck as a human being too. You out that. You probably do. You sir, suck at life. You suck at life. Because if you're that peddly piddly and cheap in a game, it probably translates to real life too. So you're probably a douchebag in real life as well. So more power to you, sir or ma'am, whoever the Sleep
2: you are. to well, you? Now we no longer have to have to wait for people to show them to show them uh, to show them they, they suck at life in a video game because it's it's been disabled. <laughs> uh, let's see. Those are the two main features of the patch. However, there's a couple of other features we want to bring up for you. Uh, Bounty hunter power techs, PvP armor for combat tech will no longer prevent the skill carbonize from stunning enemies. Operations, Caracas Palace, G4B3. Heavy Fabricator now has less hit points in normal mode, so they slightly nerfed the G4B3 Heavy Fabricator fight. Okay. Which might be good for you. And War Zones have fixed a queue interface exploit that has allowed players to bring additional players into a War Zone. So that's why it seemed like I was mobbed by an army. <laughs> well, you, you very well may have been. Uh, last week there was uh, on the 17th there was a Q and A. There's one every Friday. Okay. Uh, we didn't we didn't cover it for a couple of reasons. All right. Uh, one of them being they don't post <laughs> they don't post the Q and A topics um on their site by, by until time way after. Recording. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but I, I I looked this week. They did another Q and A this week, but you know they didn't do any. They haven't posted it yet. So. Uh, because there's a few things that I wanted to touch on last week that we had not, we're going to just bring it up because we, we think it's, it's you know, n- still newsworthy and still exciting news to, to hear. Um, here's, here's what we've got coming either slightly soon or further down the road. Okay, Seasonal short-term server-wide events will eventually be coming out. And other items to hit the eventually side of the calendar. You've got crew skills with mobile phone access. Galactic Trade Network changes. Hopefully, we'll be fixing the UI a bit on that. And speech chat bubbles. So, if those things have uh, you, if you've been missing those things, they are. They Bioware says eventually going to come out. Also, a forward slash world forward slash random command is on its way and will hit the upcoming weekly patch very soon. And look for your forward slash hide your headgear command <laughs> in the next major update. So, Jedi and Sith you want to walk into a story instance area and be epic and take your hood on or off when doing so like they do in the movies it's coming is that for the hood or yeah it's for the hood
0: all right that's our news for this week and we're gonna go ahead and move on to our lore so that mike and Lou have something to talk about Be a Jedi to hold all that power only history can tell and teach in the
3: Jedi Archives.
0: And welcome to the Jedi Archives Lore with Mike and Lou. So, as always, we're going to let Mike go first and talk about his server of the week, which he pulled from our, ser- our forums request, right?
1: Yep, from our forums request, which, uh, by the way, people go uh, go put more requests on there because I only got, like, another week or two of requests, and I'm running out. <laughs> and I don't want to have to randomly choose them because that's more work for me. So. <laughs> well, <laughs> at least he's honest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, this week we're going to talk about the Venzalo server. So, Venzalo was a male Jedi Master alive during the Great Galactic War, which is when the Sith Empire emerged from hiding. So, you know, not too long before the game we're in now. Uh, Basically, he was in the Jedi Temple when a pair of intruders, Darth Malgus and Alina Daru, entered the Jedi Temple on the Republic Capital Coruscant, and uh, he confronted them. And after a very long fight with a lot of... Sith guys, he got killed. <laughs> um, if you want to watch the video, it's yeah, but you should have seen, seen the, the, the Sith. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you want to watch the video, it's actually he's the Jedi in the Deceived Cinematic trailer on uh, Swotor website.
2: I was just going to ask you if that was him.
1: Yeah, that was him. That well, is Vinzalo. He uh, he put up a good fight, lots of force powers jumping around, but eventually uh, Malganus, uh impelled him on his lightsaber, and that's uh, so. all. You know what happens when you get killed on a lightsaber. You get a solderized yeah, wound.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, you think about it, though. You know, a lightsaber, if they, like, cut off your arm, it probably wouldn't kill you, because automatically, you know, carterizes the wound, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I always wonder if they always so. force
0: lightsaber through your gut and you miss organs, if it would just, like, solderize it, and you'd be just fine. <laughs> yeah, you'd
1: be good. I'm good. So you got a hole! <laughs> Carterized. <laughs> she, she but, saw uh, this yeah, is when I got fun, stabbed
0: yeah. by a lightsaber. <laughs>
1: But I did. <laughs> so uh, yeah, he, he died during the destruction of the Jedi Temple on Coruscant. So you know when you're on Coruscant now and all the Jedi are complaining about the destroyed temple. Uh huh. Yep. He died. He's he's buried under it, under a lot of rubble.
0: <laughs> poor well, Master
1: Zalo. Yeah.
3: Poor well, Master. it's also if you also notice the Jedi trailer, it's T seven in there as well. He's that droid that uh, pops up and warns uh, Ben Zalo that Malagas is. Do some serious ass-kicking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <behind> Hey, <him. laughs> he's
1: coming up behind you. You might want to turn around. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love droids. All right, Lou, your turn. Shoot. <laughs>
3: Thanks, Mike. All right, this week, what I want to talk about was the exchange. That criminal syndicate we all hear about. And from fans from the KOTOR games, we all know they've been in the uh, involved in the galaxy. Yeah, I like this. All right, they've
0: been around. I've just been dealing with these people on um, Tatooine. Uh, For what I gather, they were... Organization that's been in
3: existence uh, for at least four thousand years before the Battle of Yavin. That's the reference that they give mm-hmm. to the current time frame of the galaxy. Now we have, have in Tor, and as you see when you're playing the game, if you're uh, well, especially when I see you playing the Imperial Agent side, you know they're involved in the galaxy-spanning Gan War, and who are their opponents? Well, you guessed it. That's right, the Hutt Cartel. Because unlike if people remember, unlike the time frame of the movies from Phantom Menace to Turn of the Jedi. The right, the hook cartels and dominance, but how did they get there? You know, well, they obviously had competition, and in this time frame of the old republic, it's the exchange. They're the ones in power.
0: Hey, Lou. So obviously,
1: I, they weren't that much, <laughs> they weren't mm-hmm. that much competition then. I had to interrupt Lou <laughs> one more time
0: because I saw his notes. In his notes, he says, "The exchange. We've been spending most of our lives living in a gangster's paradise. This is just for <laughs> you, man. This is right here. This is just for you. Uh huh. Uh huh. It's the exchange. Where. Uh huh. Uh huh." Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. What up? All right. You were saying. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think Coolio's name
2: would be if if he was in the, the, the uh, Star
3: Wars universe? Did they have that uh, Star Wars name generator you can go to? Just plug in the person's your person's last name, it'll do it for you automatically. <laughs>
2: yeah. Actually, I don't think it would change. I think it still would be Coolio. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Leo's man. Sinister. But back-
3: Yes, it is. <laughs> and for anyone who's ever played KOTOR 2, uh, the exchange operates mostly at Nar And The main sphere of influence was throughout the Outer Rim Territories. So when people left the Core Worlds and the Mid Rim, when you went to the Outer Rim Territories, you knew exactly who was in power. It wasn't the Republic. Yeah, we all know it was, it was the exchange. And, you know, most parts also, well, the Hutt Cartel now the stream head of the exchange that person is known as the Compeer. no one's ever seen this person persons what have you it's all speculation they know the person that personage has a title but there's very little no information out there on this person because only I guess the inner circle of the exchange uh, deals directly with the compeer, and even then those inner circle people aren't you know not going to give that information because you know they may end up with a blast hole in their head who knows
0: yeah so it's like a game to me Yep. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, and also another way, again, coach if you played Nice of Republic Two, the Sith Lords, uh, the only way to gain entrance into the exchange was nomination/slash sponsorship by someone from the exchange itself. Um, if you played through the game itself, you know part of the game is you um, ingratiate yourself with David Kang. That's it. Do good deeds for them. Prove your worth. You get the tip. Nod of the head. Here you go.
2: <laughs> there you go, you're made
3: <laughs> you're, you're a made person alien, what have you
0: <laughs>
3: and it's also interesting to note that the exchange, like the hard cartel uh, during all between the conflicts between the republic and the Sith Empire they never chose sides rather they were, I guess being pure criminals, being pure profiteers hey, we'll work both sides <laughs> we'll give you equipment, hey we'll give you guys equipment too, we don't care you pay us some money you know, we'll provide the services. No big deal. That was the bottom line. Make it a profit. They don't care who they're supplying. Now, also, it's interesting that the exchange through the centuries starts to lose its power base. As the Hut cartel now starts to rise in dominance. Spoiler alert, or semi-spoiler alert. I'm not really sure how it impacts other the players, but when you play an Imperial agent storyline and you get involved uh, with the Huts. You know, you start to see that the Huts are expanding their power base, especially with certain personages, personages throughout the Republic or throughout the territories of space, and solidifying their position there. So, from there, I, you know, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm extrapolating that well. This is where it starts. It takes them a while, but they're gonna get there because you should also know that the Huts live for a very long time.
2: Do they? Do they have? Do they have yes, long lifestyle? Yes, uh,
3: they do. Um, from what I long? gather, the Huts. An average lifespan for a hut is a millennia, a thousand years. So yeah, oh, an intelligent geez. being with all that knowledge, with all that you know, all that position, power, and influence, and yeah. all that
0: fat to stay alive forever—that's that's a long right.
3: time for a slug. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so now we see, you know, that's what I'm seeing. That's pretty cool, you know. That somehow the huts eroded the power-based exchange, and now when we get introduced to the Phantom Menace and onward, the huts have come into their own, and now they're the dominant criminal organization in the galaxy.
2: Well, wait. Hold on a second here. <clears throat> if if they live, if their life expectancy is a thousand years, mm-hmm. okay, then this seems a little off because in the, f- <laughs> I almost said the Phantom Widget. <laughs> <laughs> in the Phantom Menace, we see Jabba the Hutt <laughs> just before the uh, the Pod Race. And he's like, he's like a little mini hut, hutling, he's like, you know, a little, he's like a little blob hut. He's, you know, Blobber the hut. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a, he's a kid. And then, <clears throat> you know, what, what is, how, how many years is it between, Was it, 40 years from, approximately 40 years from, from, uh, episode one to episode six. and Return of the Jedi, he's, you know, he's an adult, obviously, and. You know, if it takes him a millennia to, you know, if their life expectancy is a millennia, don't
0: you think that he probably would have...
2: Ain't never you know, know how
0: biology can work with them. I mean, they're slugs. They can mature in days uh, and then live a thousand years after that. I guess. Uh, I don't
3: right, and also adopt a certain lifestyle at that point. Because remember, if you watch uh, New Hope with that extra footage that's in there, when you actually see Job moving around, mm-hmm. when they confront Han uh, and Millennium Falcon in Document 94... You know, yeah, Java's not as huge as you see him portrayed in Return of the Jedi. So I'm oh. figuring, hey, you know, in between that time frame, between then and now, or th- you know, that time frame, life's got good for him. <laughs> he was just that's living it up. Living, that's eating millions
0: of those little squiggly bugs and <laughs> playing with women on chains <laughs> yeah. and skimpy outfits.
2: Yeah, that's the way. That's because they were trying to cover up the fat actor that was actually in place when they cut that scene out. <laughs> 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 that's got nothing to do with lore. <laughs> That's why Han calls him a, a wonderful human being because he was actually an actor. <laughs> That's right.
3: That's right. Yeah. Uh, gosh. Wow. I want to remember we brought it up there.
2: Chaba, <laughs> <laughs> you're a wonderful human being. <laughs> huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That
3: wraps up my my
0: lore bit for the week. Hope everyone enjoyed it. All righty. We're gonna go ahead and move on to the fleet.
3: to the fleet oh Lord Vader
0: we would be honored if you would join us and here we are in the fleet we have a couple emails to go over today guys our first comes from Master John P he says okay guys I have to know what your favorite class is and is that the same one you thought it would be before you started playing the game Question is targeted mostly at Lou. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mister John P. Um,
3: hmm. well, when I first started, I really was looking forward to playing the Imperial Agent, both as an operative and a sniper. And I do uh, I do enjoy my operative a lot. But for now, for what I'm doing end game, I put her off to the side for now. Just to focus on my Marauder. I find both my operative and my Marauder class fun to play. Uh, if I had to choose between the two right now, I'd say the Marauder, but you know the operative is definitely there too as well. Hmm. And yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I'd say it's my favorite for now.
0: I had no idea what the classes were when I first started playing the game. So that's, all I knew is I wanted to play Republic. And Mike was saying about this the caster Sith that he loved, and I want to play its opposite. So I decided to play a sage, and I got stuck on sage. Loved it. Got the 50, and now I'm playing a bounty hunter. And I don't know which one's my favorite. I love my sage, and I plan to playing him like mad, especially when all my homies on our Republic Guild Devotion get up there and start grouping together. And but yeah, I'm really enjoying the way the bounty hunter is. But it's also I like my traditionally when it comes to MMO, I like to play the class that not every that's not widely played, and becoming right. epic at it you know to prove everyone wrong um that's i think that's kind of why i chose the sage as a healer and it turns out that you know everyone plays every class anyway so it doesn't really matter and i didn't really see that many sages as as many as i thought i would most of them are shadow yeah Yeah. a lot of people roll roll sage for for the shadow thing well that's counselor they go sage and then or counselor goes to shadow and then say or or sage (laughs) um shadow being the rogue type with the you know the the double-bladed lightsaber which is why everyone goes that way and then yeah. you have the sage which throws big huge boulders and, and little pebbles at everybody or in my <laughs> or in my case you know throws these nuclear heels mike what about you man
1: uh well i really like my shadow in the uh in the beta or my shadow sorry my uh, inquisitor during the beta and then when i decided and i got the real game i was like eh, everybody else is playing on republic i'll go ahead and start a character and i'm i'm loving my trooper i didn't think i was gonna like him as much as i did and uh so far, he's my favorite character in the game.
0: I think that's a, a pretty good question, Permit, um, presented because our first thoughts about what a, what we like have can change pretty easily once you get into the meat and potatoes of the game.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were going to go an entire episode without a meat. <laughs> I opponent. had to put it in there. <laughs> <laughs> you snuck it in <laughs> expertly, might I add? Yeah,
0: first... What about you, Marwin?
2: Oh, I I I love my guardian. Excuse me, I love my guardian, and uh, you know, I, I just I can't I can't rave anymore about about the class. I think it's just I think he's probably one of the best tanks I have ever played in in an MMO,
0: hands down. Nice, great balance to it. And our next um, email is from Pumpernickel. Pumpernickel. Hey all, just wondering what planets you guys would like to see in the game in future X packs slash updates. That's a no brainer for me. I want What's the moon. Up? The moon, the moon of Endor. <laughs>
2: I'm gonna have
0: to. I'm gonna have to go k- uh, Kashik on this one.
1: I think I like Endor too.
0: And I have no idea why mm-hmm. that little sing-song thing. I apologize to everybody right now. <laughs> well, I don't see. I'm not as big of as a Lord nut as you guys are. So most of the planets that I knew about, like Tatooine, Alderaan, and. Mm-hmm. You know, and those, um, and, and Hut, not Hut, but um, Hoth. Mm-hmm. Those I already knew about. The only one that's not in there that I always, well, I loved was the Ewoks, and that's the one that I look forward to. What about you guys, though? I mean, you guys know a little bit more than I do about it in terms of what is out there that is not in the game right now.
2: Yeah, well, like I said, I, I, Kashyyyk is is definitely one that I'd be looking into.
3: Yeah, I, I'm there with Ivarwin because coming from playing Kotor 1, you know, and going to Kashyyyk and getting involved with the Wookiees there, you know, that was a great part of the storyline. That I, I really enjoyed, it. and I would like to see them flesh it out some more and bring them into the game and evolve them that way. You know, do some quests out there. You know, kind of like bring the Wookiees in, into the overall story as to how and why you know the Empire uses them for slaves and such. I think that'd be a cool uh, additional story for everyone's class. Mm. You know, getting involved with that you know, whether you're playing the Imperial side and where you set up that kind of trade, or you know, if you're the Republic, shutting it down, you know, or preventing it from happening in the first place, you know. I think that would be great. I wouldn't say, like, see, like, new planets. I would like to see them flesh out the existing planets now. You know, yeah, they, they do feel
2: they feel a little in the, incomplete.
3: Well, I would say, yeah, I mean, you're right. In some places they do feel incomplete, but more like you have such a huge backdrop of the world to begin with there's so much going on in these worlds. Um, do some more with it, you know. Yeah,
2: um, like, I thought I thought Tatooine felt pretty good, but um, the Corbon uh, uh, I thought could have could have been expanded a bit. Right. Same with Titan. You know, both planets feel kind of mm.
3: narrow and restrictive as starter planets, but you know, hopefully they'll give us future content where you go back to there. You know, as level 50, now you have stuff to do there. Hey, maybe it's level 30, level 40, level 50. There's stuff for you to do on those planets that you came from
0: originally. You know what's funny is that Dan was saying like Dagobah because of Yoda, and I was just sitting here thinking, what would Yoda's home planet look like? I can all I picture is this tiny little wrinkled planet with with a name of something (laughs) like um, Planet This Is (laughs) Yoda of Moon. It is, you know, know? (laughs) right. Or hey, even better, glad you reminded me,
3: Yavin, Yavin Four.
1: Mm. Yeah, that'd be a cool planet
3: okay you know we, you'll get to see the people who built that massive temple that the rebellion had out in in star wars new hope yeah. that'd be a great uh, great thing to see yeah because yeah. the construction of that temple was, was beautiful yep I think yeah I, I would definitely love to see that
0: you got anything to say on this Mike
1: uh, I want to have the same one you did that's what I said earlier it's, I think that uh, I'd like to play one of the
0: one of the little Ewoks. That would be fun. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our next email, Mike. You want to get this one?
1: Hey guys, I have another topic to discuss. What ideas, if any, do you have for the future PvP environments such as capture the flag, king of the hill, etc.? There are loads of different game modes that could be done. I'd love to see more areas and landscapes to play on. Keep it up, fellas.
0: Eric. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I. You know, the three PvP they have right now, they need more. Because those three get old fast. Um, and I would love to see more original content like Hutball. Yeah. It doesn't have to be... Well, Hutball's
1: pretty much captured a flag with a Star Wars twist to it.
0: Well, yeah, in in essence, there's a little bit more to it, though. I mean, the the ball yeah. appears in the center, and you have to try to get to the opposite side with all these uh, obstacles and crap, like, but...
1: It's like Capture the flag meets American Gladiator. On steroids. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: Jedi Thunder Thighs. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, either traditional stuff, even King of the Hill would be fun.
3: I mean, they have former, uh, well, not former, because now Mythic's part of uh, the AA umbrella, corporate umbrella. For those of you who remember have heard of Dark Age of Camelot, what they used to do there with their PvP, or actually, it was Realm versus Realm versus Realm, because they had three factions. Mm-hmm. One of the interesting things I did enjoy a lot, which also pissed me off too, <laughs> was the fact that um, certain you know, factions control quest areas you know or high level or mid range you know mid-level questing areas like for example people remember darkness falls it was a high it was a mid to high level dungeon or mid-level dungeon i should say that if your faction controlled a certain amount of uh, i guess border or frontier keeps all right you could cut off the other factions from getting into that uh that dungeon area to finish up their quest or to gain the rewards and the vendors that were there that sold some pretty decent gear and weapons, and it wasn't until your faction took back those you know those keeps and forts, you can go back in there now. Your portal was effectively cut off until your faction decided to get off their ass and take it back.
0: Oh and, man, a tower defense PVP in this game would be so wicked. Yes, with turrets and speeders, and oh, that'd be so much fun. Star
1: Wars, Dota. give me an AT, give
0: me an ATST. Going to go capture some kind of for- Oh yes. I wanna pilot Star Wheels battlefield for real. <laughs> I, I wanna pilot an ATST. That's it.
1: Yeah. Space battles would be fun.
0: It would.
3: It would, definitely. That that'd be another area they could do as well. Space PvP. Yeah I would I you would know, pwn that, man.
0: <laughs> yeah. Alright, guys, let's go ahead and um, get our shout outs and we have one shout out in our from America. Uh Lost Liberty. Thank you very much yes. for your review. Um, you know, there's so much I want to see in this game, and there's so much in the universe that's able... Oh, one more thing really quick. I forgot to mention this. I found out the other night that you can right hold down your right-click button when you're on the star map on your ship, and you can rotate it. Uh,
2: yes, that, that was awesome. <laughs> I was freaking out about it. <laughs> I knew I wanted to bring that up, too, and I forgot. Yeah,
1: hey, uh, I found out whole, how old Jabba was. He was over 600 years when he died. So huh. that's kind of old. A little hmm. bit, yeah.
0: Old worm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. See, not so much hate this episode. <laughs> uh, I can't wait to see what this, the future of this game holds, and I can't wait to talk about it.
2: Uh, yes, I have. I have one question, and this actually does come from from Liz on Twitter. Oh, really? She asked me. Uh, yeah, and I. It, she asked me this question, and I had a hard time. I have an answer for it, but I, I had to admit it was tough. So here's my final thought, and I leave it to you guys. Padme or <laughs> Slave Leia? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> Padme. neither.
0: Padme. I thought both were unattractive. I'm going to get hate mail for that, but that's the way it is.
2: Especially coming from me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what about you,
1: Evarowin?
2: Ah, Oh, ah. hands down, end of the Clone Wars, Padme. That whole gladiator scene.
1: Yep. Yeah, I agree. 150 percent, I agree. Yeah.
2: Something about her yeah, face I don't know what, bugs me. I'll
1: be yeah. back, guys. I'll be back. Hold on.
2: Okay. I don't know what was going on with her in Revenge of the Sith. Okay, I'm
1: back.
0: Yeah. Welcome back. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> this is not edit. It literally took two seconds. People. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, I gotta go, guys. I'll be right back, <laughs> and I'm back. <laughs> All right. Oh, hey, never mind. I'm back. Uh, Mike, <laughs> final
0: thoughts. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I'm woo woo. (laughs) Woo.
0: I have something just for Mike and his woo woo. There we go. All right, (laughs) Lou. Hey, this game has a lot of potential. We're
3: seeing it now. I mean, Bioware is is listening. They've done some great things, and as we see in the future patch notes, there's more more great surprises coming our way, and I can't wait.
2: How to reach
0: us? I'm gonna give that one to Evarwin tonight. All right. Uh, As
2: always, we have a website. Star Wars com. If you want to email us, you can do that. And we welcome it. Star Wars Off the Record at gmail.com. If you want to reach us on Twitter, the show has a Twitter. Star Wars O-T-R. Joe. Joe has a Twitter. At author J R Wilson. I myself, Evarwin, I have a Twitter at Evarwin, E-V-A-R-W-Y-N. So does Mike at Insane Hero H I R O. And Lou. Yes, Lou himself, he does have a Twitter. At <laughs> gamerguy. Eleven B G A M E R G U Y one One B.
0: That's
1: because
2: eleven A was taken. It's taken. because eleven
0: A was taken. taken? Are you sure about that? No, it's <laughs> he's <been> <laughs> Eleven A- B class at least. He's, yeah. he's B class, <laughs> not A. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Star Wars Off the, I'm on the B list. Star Wars Off the Records of Quest Gaming Network Production, and I wanna say may the force be with you and Take care guys, be safe. Adiós
3: amigos,
2: keep those
3: woo-woos coming. <laughs> Take care, everyone. Glad to be here tonight. Look forward to seeing you all then next week.
0: Woo woo.